Hello, coaches. Happy Wednesday and Merry Christmas to everybody. Tim, can we get a ho, ho, ho? Would you call me? <laughs> oh, now I have a machine gun. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. There you go. It's on, it's on, it's on the record. It's not a now. Christmas movie. Jackie, okay, I will dismiss you from the call. That's our first poll. Is 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 and we want you in the chat box, right? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes or no? Yes. No, 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 no. Oh, there's lots no. of yeses. There's a bunch of no's. It's a pretty even split though, actually. More than I was expecting. <laughs> Bridget was very passionate that no, it is not. No. Wow. No. It's a blasphemous Caroline Christmas movie. says, if Die Hard is even, even a movie? Yeah, it's five of them. <laughs> several that are decent and several that were just Bruce Willis making some money to buy his kids Christmas presents, I guess. But And the third and the third one has Bruce Willis in it. <laughs> I, I think Daniel just wins. yippee ki Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm glad he cut it short. <laughs> yes. Well, he, he didn't. He just edited it. That's, that's the TV version. Oh, oh okay. yippee Merry Christmas. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's funny. Well, listen, we just joined all of you today or we, we wanted you to join us today so that we could just have fun. I mean, this is the spirit of joy. This is the, the season of joy. Um, we just, we're really looking forward to this uh, last uh, real talk for the year, especially with this festive season right in front of us. Um, this is our last day in the office. Dave is very gracious to us. He's actually given us Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve Eve off. And so we are off tomorrow and Friday. And so uh, he's a giver. And that's, that's, you know, I love working for a giver. Uh, I've known Dave for many decades, and uh, he's always been a giver. And I think that's the spirit of this company. And I think that that has gone through everyone that hires on. And I think all those that interact with us, you're our family. All of you coaches out there, you're our family. And we look at you as family. And so I know that you are all givers. And that's really what we want to focus on today. Before we get into that, I would just like to remind you that when you put a message in the chat box, and you're very active in that chat box, we just saw that with that first poll question, um, we'd really like you to be sure that you put everyone in those settings. Because if it's just the panelists, just the host, everyone will not be able to see your message. So I'm going to do this. Everyone put their cursor down to that uh, where, where you actually edit where you're going with your messages. And on the count of three, we'll all check on that drop down box and we'll put it on everyone so on the count of three one two three everyone boom okay now we got boom. It. everyone okay and if there is someone who does not say everyone um we'll have to uh think of some kind we'll, of we'll put a, you on the naughty list and you get nothing but coal. <laughs> a lump of chloe yeah chloe yeah coal. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know whatever Clo is. <laughs> it's probably not good. Uh, <laughs> so, not. I give up. <laughs> oh, we're really going with this one today. Um, oh, no, we, we're, we're actually going to get a little serious here um, because um, we have some things to talk about and we also want to have some fun. And we also, guess what, coaches? We also want to enjoy that spirit of giving and uh, we just might, if y'all cooperate and if you all participate, um, we just might find reason to give some gifts to uh, some of you today. Um, so that's as far as we'll go with that. Um, we'll just see how that works out for certain individuals. 
So anyway, uh, I am Les Nino, and we got Tim Mann and Lisa Barber and Jackie Green. And I just, you know, we just love coming to you in any format, whether it be the development calls, whether it be the topical calls, you know, the, you know, all the things that you're participating in. Um, we just love doing those with you, but we really enjoy getting together, all four of us now on these Real Talks, and just having some real talk with you. That's why we call it Real Talk, because we get real. And you all know sometimes we tell on ourselves. Sometimes we are just flat out vulnerable. And that's okay, because people can learn from vulnerability. And we ask you to be vulnerable in your messages, in your responses to us in the chat box. And, and so certainly be alive in that chat box and be interacting with each other. And we're going to enjoy that today. Now, I have this question. And I'd like to ask the ladies first. And we'll eventually get to Tim. Now, if we start with Tim, we may not have time to get to the ladies. So, okay, I'm going to start with the ladies. <laughs> So, um, Jackie, we'll go youngest, oldest. Okay. Um, I made an assumption. <laughs> but he's wrong. So. Les is on the naughty list. <laughs> your, your soul doesn't grow old. That's right. Yeah. Evergreen. You're right. I heard that from my <laughs> wife, too. She, she interacts with 90, 95, 100-year-olds every day. And, and they still talk about you know, being in love and going on dates and, and they can't even get out of bed now, right? So their soul's still alive. Um, so Jackie, um, I'm going to kind of start serious a little bit because we know that the greatest giver of all time, obviously, is God. Uh, he gave his own son for all of us to live forever with him. Um, you can't have a better gift than that. But God also bestows gifts on us to really enjoy and, and just, I don't know, glorify him. Um, when I was really little, there's some stuff going on in the chat box, I take it. <laughs> yeah, y'all I are think you've had eggnog already today, <laughs> <Yeah>. Wes. <laughs> Mike, I'm about to get serious here, okay. <laughs> I don't even like eggnog, and I don't put anything in it. Um, I don't need alcohol, trust me. <laughs> Oh, I, don't, I don't even caffeine. Yeah, this is all natural. <laughs> <laughs> is it less a gift? I mean, come on, come on. <laughs> Laughter is a gift. Yeah, that's Does have a gift for you. I would like to return him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is it. Um, I got a plaque uh, when I was little. I didn't get a plaque. My parents had it, and uh, I just it. I, some things I just don't remember from childhood, um, probably not worth remembering, uh, but uh, some things I just remember some, for some reason. And childhood wasn't exactly yesterday. No comment, Tim. Okay, so <laughs> I remember this plaque and it said, God gifts us with abilities and talents. That's his gift to us. What we do with those in our lifetime is our gift back to him. And so I'm wondering, uh, Jackie, what did God gift you with that you've used to bless others? Okay, so Les, here's, here's the deal. I'm going to answer the serious question, and then I think we're going to have some fun real quick, okay? Okay. So is oh, that we're going to have fun. We're going to have yeah, fun. I know, but I'm like itching to have some fun, but I'll, I'll answer a serious question first. So I've been, I've been gifted with... A little bit of a stubborn personality, 
little bit of a persistent personality. Uh, and it hasn't always felt like a gift. But God has been so gracious to connect me with people um, and people who, who can see that as a gift and guide me as that's a gift, but also people who I can serve with that gift, people who may not have the same um, persistence in them and I can persist for someone or on behalf of someone um, and I can fight for someone and I can Man, I just, I care deeply about people. And if my, if my gift is to persist, is to keep going, and I can do that for others, then man, that is what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm just guessing there were people in your life that needed your encouragement and your steadiness so that they could keep going you probably do that as a mom i mean the kids well i can't do this mom i'll bet you you encourage them to help them believe they can they sure can they sure mm -hmm. can they are they are so capable um and sometimes that persistence is persisting just not giving up on people because they can mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and sometimes we don't believe that we can. And it takes somebody else saying, you can, you can, I'm with you. You can. And sometimes they do. And it's a beautiful, wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. So cool. Excellent. Excellent. And coaches um, be answering this question in the chat box. If we're going to be vulnerable, you be vulnerable with us. How about that? Um, and I do promise we're going to have some fun today. I just, I don't know. I was kind of led to do this and maybe this is just one of you out there, but um, what has God gifted you with abilities and talents that you in turn have gifted him back by using them for others? And so uh, Lisa, I know, my goodness gracious, you have so many talents and gifts. Um, God really showed favor on your household when he brought you into this world. I'm just saying it. Don't tell me I'm placating you, okay? So, um, Oh, it's not just placating, it's patronizing. So well. <laughs> patronizing is what that it one does. Too. Yes. That one, too. That one, too. But you have so many gifts and abilities. How have you gifted those back to God in your, in your lifetime? Oh, wow. You know, um, I've really... Over the last couple of years, last really, um, I don't know, worked through this because there, um, there are times that, that um, when we, uh, I, I call it when we stand out or when we begin to shine, when we let those gifts shine through, if we're not careful, depending on the personality and maybe even the environment that you're in, you get those moments where it's like, that feels boastful or it could be boastful, it could be, um, it, it could be um, uh, construed as I'm trying to self-promote or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but in the right spirit, when we talk about our gifts, our talents, our abilities, when we share those with others, we don't even, we don't even necessarily have to talk about them. We begin to share them. People experience them. You know, God created us for relationships. 
and to uh, pour into relationship and build relationship with other people. And um, I, when I'm focused on doing that, again, these last couple of years, it's really uh, been a big deal to me to um, hear the wisdom of this phrase. It comes from a book called The Legend of the Monk and the Merchant. But it says, uh, be bold before men, but meek before God. And um, I, th I think that he's pleased with me when I, because I am naturally bold. I, I do have a challenging personality. And um, when I temper that with wisdom and empathy, it's a good thing. And so when all of those things that he's given me, when I let them mingle, I guess you could say, when I let them merge together and intertwine and I remove myself from the equation, because when I am bold before men, but meek for God, before God at the same time, it's led by the Holy Spirit, that conversation, my thoughts, my actions, my mindset, and they are supernatural. I, these are things that I can't muster and do on my own. And so I, I think that that, um, I guess you could say that sacrificing moment when I just get me out of the way and it's all about the other individual and about how God can work in their lives. Um, I think that that's the, the, the biggest gift of all because coaches, you all probably know what I'm talking about. The second that something comes from your mouth and it's like, where'd that come from? That wasn't mm -hmm. me. I didn't do that. I didn't say that. Mm -hmm. That didn't come from me. And the experience on the other side, the receiving end of that, that individual who says, I needed to hear that today. Mm -hmm. I needed to know that about me today. I needed someone to believe in me today. So when we use those gifts and we lift other people into the position that God already sees them in. My gracious. To, I, I had a, a, a one last thing and then we'll get on <clears> to <throat> this is I had a photographer friend. I have a photographer friend. And before she shoots someone, she did all of our kids senior portraits. The camera. Yeah, she yeah. <laughs> she 30. will yeah, she will say a prayer over she with my sons and daughters. She said the prayer, Lord, let me capture these kids through your eyes mm. see what you see and i i want nothing more than that excellent excellent tim what what has yeah. god gifted you with that you know you consciously have used those unique abilities to glorify him back I think one of the biggest ones, and I think there's a couple that have kind of shown through at different times. For me, I think one of the very biggest ones has been the ability to find meaning below the surface uh, in a number of areas. And this is everywhere from uh, when I read even a fiction book or watch a movie. And those of you that have been on calls with me before know that I quote movies all the time. I, I use imagery and metaphor because I think there's so much richness to be found in these things all the time. And it, it also works out in my day-to-day -day life. Um, again, for those of you that have been on Real Talks or have been on calls with us these last few months, uh, you know what my wife and I have been walking through with the loss of our first and so far only child. Uh, and so having gone through that and being able to look for meaning, even in the darkest of moments, even in the hardest of times, and, and to find meaning 
where most people don't or won't or can't. Um, and, and the ability to do that has allowed me to also engage in that with others, uh, to, to meet with people and help them see meaning and help them reframe their perspectives and help them uh, look for something that they didn't think was real before. Uh, and so that's an area where I've, I've spent a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of effort uh, kind of cultivating that, but it's also been very, very difficult because um, it means I spend a lot of time. And that's one of the things, by the way, with a lot of these gifts. Uh, in fact, to kind of go from this, one of my favorite books to read this time of year is The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And, and when Aslan, the, the Christ figure, shows up in the book and starts to melt the winter where in this land where it's always winter and never Christmas, he gives these gifts to these children. But every one of them, while being a great gift, also has a specific responsibility and requirement to it. He gives the oldest boy, Peter, a sword and a shield because he's going to be sending him into war. But he also uh, gives the youngest sister a, a vial of a healing medicine and a small dagger. And, and he tells her, because I don't intend for you to fight. You're meant to be the healer. This is so you can defend yourself in a pinch. But I, I mean for you to be a healer. And, and it's the same thing with a lot of our gifts. There, there is a responsibility. There is sometimes even a hardship attached to it. But that's also how we know that it's not simply us. It's not simply my talents, my abilities, my personality. This is something that goes beyond who I am. This is something granted to me by my creator who has given me something specific to do in his world for his glory, even when I don't get it. And so much of life is how do I seek out what that is? How do I look for what that is? And how do I live in who I'm created to be? Because it's so important for me to be authentically who I've been created to be. Sounded like you weren't ready to pause there. Okay, and all of a sudden you paused. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Okay. I was like, I, I was like, I think I said everything I needed to in that moment, but okay. And sometimes it's good to just let it sit in the air for a second and let everyone take that in. It is. It is. I'm just not used to the, you cutting things short. Okay, so <laughs> anyway. that's true. Wow. So. Back on the naughty list. <laughs> Let's. So anyway, and it's nice when I can get both ladies to agree with me. <laughs> then you know we're in unison here. Okay. <laughs> so so uh, for me, uh, for me, um, I don't know. I feel like I've got two major gifts. One is mercy and one is um, exhortation. And mercy is how you hang out with me so often. <laughs> yeah. That's when I kind of let loose and let go of some of those things. Uh, but I also learned that my gift back to him isn't necessarily in and of itself like it seems. So just mercy can lead. And Lisa and I've had a lot of conversations about yeah. this Mer mercy in and of itself can actually lead to uh, enablement. I'm so mm -hmm. merciful. I never hold any, anybody accountable. You know, I, I, I so, so I believe there's another gift called wisdom. And I think that mercy without that wisdom can be a very dangerous thing in life, uh, especially as coaches. You know that if you're just full of mercy and grace, that could come back and bite not only you as the coach, but the people you're working with. And so I think you have to have wisdom to come alongside with that mercy. And wisdom will tell you when you're being too merciful without the other things that have to come into play. And so, um, but exhortation. Oh my goodness, it just brings me such delight to have a conversation with uh, a coach, for instance, that I've been able to do for you know better part of 17 years now. And to see that coach prosper, to see that coach be the best that they can be, I, I can just sit back like a proud papa and just be so delightful 
in knowing that they are being everybody that they can be. And I want to exhort all of you coaches. I want you to be the absolutely best that you want to be. Um, so I love interacting with all of you for that reason. It's the exhortation that God gave me. And it's just, it's got to come out. It's like that flower's got to bloom. Or it's going to explode. You know, it's like, that's part of me. So I love that gift from God because it is involving others. And that's usually when we're giving him that gift back when we involve others in our gifts, uh, because, you know, Dave likes to say all the time, we're a blessing so that we can in turn be a blessing. And so I think that's what our gifts from God are so that we can use them to glorify him and to bless others. So, um, thank you. And thank you for all the chat box. Uh, all the, I didn't get to read them all. I don't multitask well, but, um, I know that you're all in there. Uh, really well, that sharing. is one of the gifts, by the way, that we added this year, we now put transcripts of the chat in the Real Talk Replay Library. So y'all, if you miss anything from the chat, or if you're one of those people, you, you're listening, you're maybe even taking notes and you miss the chat, don't worry. You're going to be able to access, that's part of the reason we want you to write to everyone. It'll only show the things written to everyone, but every message in here that's written to everyone will show up in the transcript of the chat. Merry Christmas. Okay. Now I'd like to ask something that's going to be a little more fun because we're still on the theme of giving and gifts. And, and so when I asked the coaches, all of the, you know, the three of these coaches internally with me, I'd like all of you out there to also join in. Um, so I'd like to ask this just to kind of have a little fun. So Jackie, what's the most fun gift you ever got? <laughs> and by the way, we're going to yeah. keep these appropriate. <laughs> the most fun gift. A potato, a potato launcher. launcher. <laughs> uh, yeah, we used to have one of those like little mini marshmallow shooters, <laughs> the PVC pipe that you blow into and it shoots the mini marshmallows. Um, most fun gift. A 67 to... Ford comment. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. That's so hard. I'm trying to think back of all the all the Christmases, all the birthdays, all that fun stuff. Um, I'll come back to you because Please I do. bet you I'm Lisa be just knows. Just like having this face on forever. I bet you, I bet I, you Lisa I'm knows. I'm trying. I I can't. I, can't, I, I one. have to say one uh, gift. Wow. Well, you you joked with the potato launcher, but I did get one for Christmas one year, and um, it was a serious fun thing. And I think it is still in the garage. I might have to go look for that. That'd be fun. Um, I was uh, my mom. Uh, gifted me um, a, a used bicycle one year for Christmas. We single mom, and the reason it was so fun is because um, my brothers had gotten one for their birthday earlier in the year, and um, she was like, "Well, I I didn't think you'd be able to ride. I was five then, so, so I didn't think you could. There were no training wheels. I didn't think you'd be able to ride, so I didn't buy you a bicycle. And you know, and I was I was pretty actually hurt for every time they got on their bikes, and I'm running to catch up to go wherever we're going, you know, or I have to sit on the handlebars. Y'all remember? Anybody remember that the banana bars? And you sat on the bar, you know, to had to keep your feet up. Time. Had was it? Yeah. And, the wheel um, wasn't before your time. <laughs> there it is. Merry Christmas. So uh, anyway. Anyway, for Christmas that year, she got me the bicycle and, you know, then I can, it represented though, some cool stuff, some freedom, 
I, and I, I know you're all thinking at six, freedom, Lisa, but I was the latchkey generation, single mom, six kids. You know, we, we came home, let ourselves in, did our thing. We had rules we had to abide by in the, in the neighborhood. Parents kept you in, got in, in, you know, they were, they were, they had permission to knock you upside the head, you know, does anybody remember times like that? And um, so it, it, the representation, the freedom that it gave me, I could go where my brothers went, they couldn't leave me behind anymore. And uh, I could go visit friends or cousins that were more, they were farther away and, you know, and enjoy that freedom and that space, the roaming. I am a bit of a roamer and wanderer. And so that bike, what it represented, what she really gifted me was um, that freedom was, was she had no idea what that was going to do for me personally and letting me come out of, I was in a little bit of a shell at that point and to let me come out and really explore and be who I was. That bicycle was a huge tool in my life. So that was, I think that probably might be in the top 10 anyway. So. Mm. Tim, I know you had a lot of fun stuff. <laughs> I really did. And I was trying to think back and, and process in my head, like what was the most fun uh, so, for example, like ever since I was a kid, I've collected action figures. I have an epically large collection, uh, even still today. Most of my stuff, even from when I was a kid, uh, that I've held on to. Um, but also, and I don't know how many of you know this about me. I enjoy attention. And <laughs> so. Uh, really? Uh, what, <laughs> right. I know. Uh, Please. I wish you'd have known that I, by now. I, don't have, I have no. I've, <laughs> I'm, I'm stunned. Right. So I know that's a shock to everyone's system. Um <laughs> But I remember as I was just really like getting into the world of tattoos. And I remember uh, for Christmas one year, my dad and I went and got matching uh, tattoos. And it was a portrait of my grandfather during World War II. Uh, and that was the first of me getting like some really cool black and gray realism, which now like whenever I wear shorts, I've had people stop me from across the street to like look at the tattoos on my legs. I have some fantastic uh, artwork. But that was kind of like the beginning of that for me. Uh, and, and just that shared bonding moment with my dad that Christmas was just wonderful. And, and I was basically an adult. Um, I was in college at that point. Um, it wasn't the, just that thing as a kid, but it was this connection point and, and something that we could enjoy together. We really had that uh, shared moment. Um, and and it, it's something that still impacts me today. Um, so just the, the story around that one for me was really special. Mm. You know, to me, I, I remember this, uh, I was, I think I was seven years old and there was a nice blue bike. It wasn't wrapped. It had a bow on it. And I saw that bike and I thought, oh my, cause I was just learning how to ride. And I was like, I'm going to enjoy this. Now I'll tell you what made it fun. Now, obviously riding that bike was fun, but you know, what really made it fun. My sister, who was two years older than me at the time, she was nine. She ran to the bike and said, my bike, my bike. And I was sitting there back thinking, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's mine. <laughs> and my parents had to say, no, honey, that's your brother's. Now, that was fun <laughs> for, for a sibling. You know, now I feel terrible, but no, not. But do you know that I had a Zoom call with my siblings two weeks ago? And my 68-year-old sister said, I still think about that bike that you stole from me. So it, it's been a really fun gift if she still thinks about it at 68 years old. <laughs> Jackie, just come up uh, with any 
fun gift? Uh, well, the, the chat box has been super helpful to jog my memory. I don't, like, my brain does not categorize things like Tim's does, and he just, like, recalls. I don't know how some people do that. Not a gift that I have, speaking of gifts. Um, for some reason, what keeps sticking in my head, uh, two things. Last year, my family gave me, like, a coupon, a stack of coupons for, like, we're going on a date night, or I get to sleep in, or uh, free hugs, or whatever it might be, a stack of those things, and that was really thoughtful, really cool. Um, I'm pretty sure I still have a lot of them to cash in, because with the move, they got packed up, and they've been recently rediscovered. Um, but as a kid, for some reason, I keep remembering this skateboard that I got. And honestly, I don't know if it was a Christmas present or a rummage sale find. I don't know. Um, but it was so much fun. I was really bad at it. I wish I could tell you at some point I got good at it. I didn't. Um, but it was just so much fun. And talking about like the freedom of the bikes, like this little skateboard I don't know. I felt it made me feel like like someone knew. I don't know. It it was just strange. Who who skateboards? Not anybody I knew, but it was me. I got to do that. Um, and I don't like I said. I think it was not a new gift. I think it was maybe a rummage sale, maybe like a hand me down. I don't know. But it was so so cool. I remember loving that thing, and I thought I would be something like Tony Hawk. I don't know. Misguided, misguided expectations. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Hey, no. so hey, she, it, it, you are the Tony Hawk of coaching. How about that? The Tony <laughs> Perspective. Hawk of coaching. Perspective. Oh, I don't even know what yeah. that would mean, Lisa. You guys uh, to come do, I think we define that retire. later. I think we define <laughs> that later. That'd be a lot of fun. What are his attributes that are Jackie's? You know, God does give know. us the desire of our. That hearts. would be fun. That could oh be a real gosh. talk, right? I just can't imagine if I stepped on a skateboard now, I would fall, break something. I don't oh, know. That is the last thing I'd want to uh, do. Oh, my goodness. So fun. So, hey, I want to interrupt regularly scheduled programming of whatever Les had next. and My uh, co-host. Go. Yeah. So Lisa and Tim have been keeping an eye on the chat box. They've been looking at who's, who's naughty, who's nice, and we're going to be giving some stuff away. And what? I want to kick it over to you guys. Who are we going to give a gift to first? Oh, Lisa? I, I've got five people listed already. Wow. I've got three so Woo! far. I hope we have different people. Wow. All right. So, <laughs> All right. so tell us what, what this is going to look like. Um, you're going to pick somebody and then what? Uh, okay. And then we are going to be shipping out. You'll receive actual physical gifts. Uh, we're pulling from inf uh, books and resources from our uh, Ramsey Solutions store page. And um, some of them, some of you guys, I don't know what that will be yet. Well, I'll think after because there were some reasons that I chose mm -hmm. these people. Um, and um, uh, the first one that I chose was Terry Willis. Tim, did you have that one? I do not have that name on mine. Right. Hey, Terry. Terry, Terry. Terry Willis yeah. is one of our gift uh, receivers. Um, and then Terry's there in the chat box. Very excited uh, about it. Yeah. And, and, and again, Terry, I'll probably, we'll probably go back and just really look through, you know, some of what's, um, 
the reasons why that I chose that and then see if I can come up with a corresponding gift, but we'll get you something in the mail. One thing to note, y'all, it might, it'll probably ship late next week and then be the first of the year when you receive. So we'll not arrive by Christmas. Sorry. Yeah. And we'll need to get their addresses. Yeah. um, We should have those in our system list. Yeah. And then um, the next one I have is Brett LaBranche. Nope. I'm not saying that right, but Brett? No, I mean, like, you're probably saying it right. I just don't have him oh, on my list. okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, I thought you were retracting his gift Yay, from Brett. Lisa. Yeah. No, no, he's, he's, he's on the nice list. Yeah, yeah, he's still there. We got Yolanda Cox. Congrats. And now I do know awesome. what book I'm Yolanda. Yeah, I, I think I, I, think I do know what book I'll send Brett. to y- Yolanda. <laughs> um, now I'm going to say, I'm, I might say this wrong, Peter Schultz. Oh, I have the same one. Do we have the same Did you gift? have Peter? All right. I have Peter. No? No, that's wow. all right. Did you have a, a gift? Did you already have a gift in mind for I Peter? I actually do I have a gift one? in mind for Peter. Okay. Um, I was thinking about it because, y'all, if you haven't been reading the chat box again, wonderful, wonderful stuff. And uh, Peter shared a difficult time going on in that family. And I yeah. thought, like, based on even what we're talking about with our gifts, and one of my gifts is, is looking for those meanings in those moments. Schulte. Uh, uh, one of the things that I wanted to make sure I sent to Peter for Peter and his wife, uh, we're going to send Peter and uh, Mrs. Schulte the uh, Contentment Journal 2-pack. Uh, this is an opportunity, especially as the new year starts, for each of you to kind of take some time and think about, despite all the difficulties that you've been facing these last couple months, where are the small moments of contentment within that, right? That doesn't downplay what you've gone through, but it's a chance to kind of take a step back and look at those perspectives and really notice what it is that you that you have despite the frustrations in, in your world right now. So I'm, I'm glad you saw that one too, Lisa. Yeah, my last one. And then you'll grab your other two, Tracy Latona. Yeah, you are, we up. picked two of the three. Tracy, Tracy. Yeah, got Tracy on there too. So now, uh, I, I did have a great idea for Tracy, unless you had one already. No, go ahead, go ahead. Um, so for those of you that don't know, our good friend, Dr. John Deloney uh, has just released some really cool cards that uh, oh, are really yeah. great conversation sparks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I actually wanted to take a moment uh, and both say, hey, those things are awesome. But also, Tracy, we're going to send you the deck of uh, John Deloney's Cards for Humans Couples Edition. Uh, get some of those conversation Thanks. starters going. I think that'll be really, really cool. Uh, so we're going to get those out to you. And then, uh, all, Lisa, you said that was everyone on your list so far? Yep. Awesome. So, uh, so I got I to gotta take this way back to the very beginning of the call, uh, kind of the, the silly one. We've had some really great vulnerability and everything here on the call. Uh, but I was just really impressed with how quickly Daniel Cruz came up with a appropriate edited line from that wonderful movie, Die Hard. Of, uh, oh yeah. Yippee-ki-yay, Merry Christmas. So of course, uh, of course the movie reference wins. Yes. Uh, so Daniel, you're going to be getting, speaking of, of quick uh, wit, you're going to be getting a copy of Ken Coleman's new book, Paycheck to Purpose, uh, headed your way. And if you've already got it, Give it away. Spread the love. Uh, but yeah, Daniel, you're going to have Paycheck to Purpose by Ken Coleman coming your direction. All right. So I'm wondering how many more movie quotes we're about to see in the chat box here. But uh... <laughs> no, they're gonna all, no, no, no. They're going to all. That, that, was, that was no change. Side. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time Les did give away something one day just randomly out of 
the blue because somebody paid him a compliment and then you should have seen the <laughs> the chat box went crazy with compliments for less. He was like, bring it on. <laughs> yeah, less compliment could get someone a gift today. I'm just saying. Okay. So. It's like fishing with dynamite. You just you know you know you're gonna blow something out of the water if that happens. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh go ahead and make my day. There you go. <laughs> um so Tim. Yes. What was what was the most meaningful gift you ever got? Oof. It might have been the tattoo, huh? Uh, I, I think that was definitely up there for sure. Um, th th there were a number of things that I got from my dad over the years. My dad, uh, who, who we lost almost five years ago, was definitely the gift giver um, in the family. Not that other people in my family aren't, but more than anyone else in my family, that was my dad's love language was gift giving. And he used to go bear hunting in Canada about once a year for about a decade. And uh, the last Christmas that we had him here, uh, he actually knows I collect knives and he had given me this really cool knife uh, from a Canadian company that it's, it's a popular Canadian style hunting knife. And that's just a really, really special knife to have, especially knowing that that was the last addition to my knife collection that had ever come from my dad. Um, just very, very meaningful. Um, I don't use it. I don't carry it. It sits in the safe. I take it out. We'll look at it, admire it, put it back in the safe. Um, but there's just a ton of meaning to it because it's just kind of like this uh, culmination of so much of what that relationship was of just thoughts and memories of being outdoors with my dad, hunting, fishing, just going for walks outside to be outside. Uh, and that kind of really fit within that relationship. And that was kind of a really, really special one for me. Lisa? Do you have something in mind when we talk about the most meaningful gift? Yeah, one time for Christmas, this one is an easy one for me. Um, I didn't know my dad growing up. I didn't, I have a handful of memories. And then um, my uh, freshman year of college, I did have some opportunity to get to know him a little bit and didn't know how to do it. Um, uh, we, we, we more or less just shared a space together at times. And um, uh, then when he passed, I kind of thought, well, you know, that's what, what could I have done differently? And did I spend a lot of time worrying about that? No, I really didn't. Um, it would, it would strike me at times. Certainly there was that glimpse of the past and regret, but I didn't live in that space. Um, and then I had a conversation with my, um, when my his, my uncle died, who I was closer to, have more memories of my uncle than I do my dad. And um, we uh, had this conversation, at, um, and then he passed shortly thereafter, my uncle. My dad had already died, then my, past, my, my uncle passed, and we were at a memorial for my uncle. And um, I, I don't know what I thought. I had assumptions. Anybody ever operate under assumptions, huh? Or am I the only one? real talk <laughs> assumptions. And uh, I had this assumption that my dad, because of a lot of the struggle he lived in his own life, um, addictions, recovery, addictions, recovery. Um, you know, I, I knew the people that he, he interfaced with and the, the crowds that he ran with, which later shaped evangelism for me. That's another gift that I was given in that moment. Um, because I don't care what crowd you're in, I, I, I'll find my place, right? And um, 
but it, my aunt shared with me that my husband, my my dad did know he had he had professed Christ. He may not have lived and walked the most godly life, but he had on his knees, face down, at the altar of a church. And I thought there gives me opportunity now to reconcile with my dad. The gift that came was from my husband, though. Uh, one of the things that my dad and I did when we shared the space that year, my freshman year of college, was I would come home on Friday nights. I, I worked at, I waited tables in the evenings, went to school during the day, and then worked at UPS at night. And on Friday nights, I had about a two and a half hour window before I, when I got home from work to go to UPS. And um, we would, he, every Friday night for almost a full year, he would sit there. We, he had a pizza and a PBR waiting on me when I got home and we'd share beer and a couple slices of pizza and sit and watch MASH um, from 11 to 12, 11 to midnight. And uh, so the gift was, because that's my favorite show, um, it, my husband bought me the first three seasons for Christmas on DVD when that was a thing, right? Um, and I literally wept so hard I couldn't speak for hours. It was too much. It was extremely overwhelming. I get overwhelmed thinking about it now. And the fun thing is, is my husband didn't even know what he did for me. You know, that's the best part of it. That was a gift back to him that he, he found something that meant something so deeply. So I think that's my favorite gift ever. Mm. Jackie, you have a most meaningful gift in mind. Yeah, so thanks for not having me go first on this one. I appreciate that because <laughs> <laughs> it's as others have been talking, it's um, it's occurred to me that the most meaningful gifts to me that are at least coming to mind right now have not been like physical gifts. They've not been um, centered around any sort of holiday. It's been when... Um, The gift of, of words, Oof, this is emotional somehow. Yeah. Wow. Um, our words are so powerful. What's coming to mind strongest? Um, I, have, I have a friend. She's been my friend since college. Um, she, she has the most beautiful mother. And... Um, I got to know her mom pretty well. I called her mom just because I do that. I do that with moms. I love moms. <laughs> and her mom passed away two, three years ago. And I went, I drove down to see my friend. Man, <laughs> this is the most precious gift. I drove down to see my friend. I hadn't seen her in years at that point. because You know how time goes. And we hugged and she said in my ear, she was your mom too. Mm. And, and mm. it was just the most precious thing. She didn't have to say that. Yeah. Wow. Whew. Mm. Yeah. So well, it's called what real is that talk. like four, four words? 
She's your mom yeah. too. Yeah. Changed my life. I want to be that generous. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man. Words can be a gift. You're right, Jackie. Words can definitely be a gift. Words of encouragement and words of hope. And that's what we do as coaches, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the gift that I think is the, my favorite, most meaningful, uh, really has no earthly value regarding, it's probably worth 10 cents in a garage sale. But when I was a little boy, I said, I, I don't remember a lot when I was little, but Tim would say it because it was so long ago. But <laughs> um, I remember just, I remember my parents just sitting on the couch watching TV, but my dad would have his arm around her. And I just remember thinking, boy, my dad really loves my mom. And that was a sense of security for me. That was a sense of uh, comfort. Um, and I just really loved the display of love that my dad and my mom gave to each other. But specifically as a boy, I just loved seeing the example that my dad, and I was probably only eight years old or something, but somehow I found this plaque and I gave it to my dad for, I think it was Father's Day or something like that. Um, but the plaque simply said this, it said the greatest gift that a father can give his children is to love their mother. And for me to pick that out at that young age, obviously they were impacting me for me to pick that out specifically. Fast forward, we go to my mother's funeral, which was almost 16 years ago now. And we're all there. There's five of us uh, kids and uh, my dad and a lot of the other families all there. And we're celebrating her life. And she was a really great woman. And but I remember during all the festivities, my father pulled me aside and we went into the bedroom and he closed the door and he said, here's a gift for you. And I opened the gift and it was that plaque because <laughs> they had it on the top of the uh, doorway uh, all those years. He gave it back to me and then he looked me in the eyes and he said, I did my job. Now it's yours. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Um, you know, just what's that worth? But but the, again, the words, Jackie, right? What do those words represent? And my father was so proud that he did that for his kids, that he loved their mother until her death. And now he was passing that down to me. And it even goes further right now. It's on the mantle of our fireplace. Uh, and it's going to go to one of my kids, one of my sons. Um, but it, it's just, it, it's a gift that'll keep on giving this little plaque that some eight-year-old picked off a, you know, five and dime shop somewhere, probably when he was little, mm -hmm. but it's going to go for generations. And it is powerful for a father to love the children's mother, because there's a lot of households that don't have a lot of love. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's powerful legacy. So, um, Thank you for that. Um, so is there anything you saw in the chat box for meaningful? Oh, I got a few more names that I've added to the, uh, the Christmas yep. list here. Let's Me give too. some more stuff away. Go, go Tim. Go Tim. You, All you right. Start. So I, I saw several people who have been through situations of, of loss and of, of taking on uh, really positioned with other people's worlds as well. Um, so a few, few people kind of jumped out at me here. Uh, and so one of those is uh, Kim Navarez. Uh, thanks for sharing your story with us in the chat box. And uh, if you missed it, Kim adopted 
her niece when her sister passed. Um, and this was, mm. you said your niece is now in her mid twenties. Uh, so when I first started, I'm like, oh, is this reason? Uh, it was not. But one of the things that I think would be helpful is you're continuing to build that relationship as that adopted mother. Um, now that she's grown enough to be your friend, uh, I'm also going to send out that questions deck from Dr. John Deloney on the friends uh, deck. So some new ways that you can connect uh, with your adopted daughter, your niece. Uh, and we just wanted to say thank you for, for stepping into her world and being that for her. Uh, also, um, Amy O'Brien is another one who has been through uh, some loss. And, and again, as somebody who's been through plenty of loss in the last few years, uh, just the idea of taking some time to think and focus on where we can be content, even when it is absolutely brutal. Uh, I'm going to send out a copy of the Contentment Journal to Amy O'Brien also. Uh, also, two others, uh, Denise mentioned here in the chat box, um, just some things going on with her daughter and some of those uh, mental health challenges. And so I'm going to hit my good friend, Dr. John Deloney again, and uh, I'm going to send out a copy of Redefining Anxiety, um, which is, again, a great uh, piece to kind of help as you're working through some of those mental health pieces. Because uh, for those of you that don't know, anxiety and depression are really two sides of the same coin. And, and so the, and these are some of the most common uh, things that pop up in mental health. And so this can be another resource for you as you're walking that journey together. Uh, and then finally, uh, Melissa uh, mentioned losing her dad as well and just mentioned the legacy that uh, he left behind and, and how he was a Gideon and how his faith uh, just absolutely carried things forward. And you mentioned losing your dad in January. Uh, January this year marks the fifth uh, anniversary of losing my dad. It's, it's my least favorite month of the year for lots of reasons. Um, but because of that, joy and, and the legacy that was touched on there. Uh, Melissa, we're going to send you a copy of the legacy journey. Uh, and again, if you've already had this, then continue in your dad's legacy and give it away to somebody else as they're building theirs. Uh, because this is a great opportunity for you to continue to help others and, and give of a terrible situation to help other people and, and help yourself in the process. Mm, nice. Mm. I, I had two, I had, uh, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I had seven, two were duplicates of Tim's. All right. So, yeah. And so I've <laughs> got the five same thing here. more. And what's <laughs> funny, I'm just sitting here thinking, Tim already knows what he's going to send and I have no clue. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, um, I also I have, have the store to, page open on one of my to, monitors. So if you see me looking down, I've been looking at it. <laughs> I have to be like, yes, that's the that's the gift, you know. So um, that's important. So um, uh, one just for fun. All right. When Les started talking here just a minute ago about uh, when we were joking about giving Les compliments, he he was the first <laughs> to put in the chat box, box "Go Pack." So Matthew <laughs> uh, Cosgrove, I chose Matthew. you for that reason. Um, and then uh, Jean Gordon. Jean is new to Real Talk, also, and that was one of the things with Terry Willis earlier. New to Real Talk, but also Jean shared some things. She has an adoption story too. Uh, it'd be worth scrolling back up, y'all, and reading that. So we got Jean in there. Uh, Sarah Padilla, I believe I'm going to say that wrong, but she made connection. She she made connection as we were as I was mentioning my dad, and um, it just felt like maybe. Uh, maybe Sarah, you were feeling a little bit of the same things, maybe the confusion and the indifference I had for my own father growing up, you know. Um, so I, I picked that one out kind of in a personal way. 
uh, Laurie Griffith um, was identifying with Jackie's story. And Lori, you were talking about a really pray and strive to be that mom that 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 our my children's um, kids come to. And um, I, I became that just because we were so involved and just there. And it is absolutely rewarding when I have those bonus kids call me mom and um, call me and say, I, I, I need a little advice. I want that for my own children. I prayed that for my kids, that they would have somebody other than me. I mean, I'd love to be that person for them, but sometimes that's not my role. And I wanted those people. And then I had Fanny Fierro. Um, she was first one typed in. She was crying from your story, Les, about the mom and, and your mom and dad's love for each other. Mm-hmm. And she she acknowledged that right off. I mean, immediately it was just so fast. She was quick fingers on the on the keyboard. So I grabbed that name out, uh, connecting and identifying from that. Mm-hmm. Those are those are my gift giving. So we've got those another five on top of the ones that that Tim just mentioned. So, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we only have about seven minutes left. Um, we do really we. I think a gift to all of us as coaches internally here at Dave Ramsey's Ramsey Solutions um, is being able to interact with these coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, all four of us absolutely agree on that, that we get to do this for a living. We get to come into work, so-called work, and interact with these fabulous people. And so our interaction with all of you is our gift every day from God that you're all in our lives and that we get to interact with you. And so, so Tim, um, let's go with like parting words to our coaches out there. Uh, yeah. How, how, how has their interaction with us, how, how, how has that been a gift to you from, you know, all these coaches to you personally? Yeah. I'm going to try to keep this really short because it's, it's very, very easy to go on too long. Um, but honestly, for me, one of the most important things is understanding that we as human beings are created in the image of our creator. And in every conversation that we get to have in hard times and sad times and the conversations I've had with many of you one-on-one in smaller groups and these larger webinars and just getting to see that image of God in so many people that to see what that looks like. And especially at this time of year at Christmas to remember this was the greatest time in human history that God chose to take on the form of a person and live with people and show us how to have relationship with God. And and one of the things I love about these real talks is we we do not shy away from where we stand. I know there's people on these calls that are are not in that same spot that either you're you're just, it's not for you. It's not your thing. That's okay. Um, If, if you want to tune out the God stuff for a minute, go for it. But this is important for us to take a moment to, to share this and remind ourselves, like, this is why we give, this is why our organization exists. This is why coaching exists. We say this around here all the time, but getting people out of debt is a real neat trick, but it's really only useful if we get to point them to who Jesus is. Because at some point, like we're going to die. Our life's going to end. We leave this world behind. And what's really going to matter when our life is over is not our net worth. It's the things that we did that matter beyond this life, the things that are eternal. And, And for us here, we believe that like the most important eternal thing is your relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. And if you have that, that is a powerful, powerful gift. If you want to know more about it, it's wonderful because it's a free gift and it's unlimited. We only have so many books to give away today. 
but the gift of Jesus is unlimited to all who want it. And we would be happy to share that with you at any time you're ready to have that conversation. And so that's one of the things that's blessed me is just this opportunity to share that and to live in that. We talk about these being real talks, being completely authentic. That is us being completely authentic. Every single person on this team, we have these conversations with you because we see the image of God in each and every one of you. And more than anything, we want you to have a relationship with your creator and a life that goes on beyond this world. And so from, from me, like Merry Christmas, y'all, that's what this is all about, right? God rest you, Merry coaches. Let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. This is what we get to do. I love it. Thanks you aren't going to you aren't going to sing it. No, <laughs> no. Or, or scream it. Scream it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll save some ear drums today. You're all welcome. Jackie, how is the gift of these coaches that you get to interact with every day? How is that a gift to you every day throughout the year? I'd, I would not be I would not be who I am right now without this community of coaches. Mm-hmm. it just I, I don't want to know who that person would would have been um but I have been molded and shaped and have grown so much by being surrounded by just world-class people who have hearts to serve every single day I get to talk to people with that heart mm-hmm. And it, it's just been a tremendous blessing to me and my family that, um, that I can continue to grow um, just by proximity to people like all of you. And it's, it's a gift all in itself. Yeah. Lisa, we've been at this a long time. These family of coaches all over the world, really. Um, we've had people come to our training over the past, you know, two, two decades from all over the world. Um, how has that been a gift to you? Yeah, you just said one thing is that master training, financial coach master training is 21 years old this month. We, we're celebrating an anniversary, 21 years old. And, um, so our first training was in December, um, that year. And, um, we, The thing is, is the founding of this, unless you know this, Tim, you know this, Jackie, you've probably heard this before as well, but the the training itself was founded on the word of God based on scripture. And it comes from Luke chapter two, which is interesting that the Christmas story is right next to this word, right? Um, But Jesus is talking to the disciples at this point, and he says that the harvest is great, yet the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest and ask him to send more workers. Coaches, here's the thing. Every one of you on this call, you've been prayed for by our team. Not not just then, but on a regular basis, sometimes daily. that to me is a gift that if I can do nothing else, I can pray for you. If I can do nothing else, I can listen to you. If I can do nothing else, I can sit with you while you're going through whatever you're going through, the sadness or the joy. And it all circles back though to the word of God. He tells me in that, 
he tells me in that word to pray for you. And um, it leads me to another verse that I, I love. Um, that's a gift to me, Les. And um, it's in Proverbs. Um, the generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Um, and it's from uh, Proverbs eleven twenty five. And Jackie, you said something a minute ago about being how generous the coaches are to you. Um, it was a little earlier in the real talk. And, you know, when, when I think about the generous will prosper, the generous is your generosity to refresh. Y'all showing up here today for us? <laughs> you have no idea what this does for us. It, it, barring that it's Christmas aside, these are like, it's, it's like Christmas Eve, every real talk for us. Mm-hmm. You know, and the anticipation mm-hmm. of what's about to come out of it. And so you showing up for us is prosperity. And, and then our prosperity is being refreshed from it. It's the same thing you'll experience as a coach. Your generosity refreshing others, your prosperity is that refreshment. That's a gift to me. And the idea that we can share the gospel of Jesus Christ in the middle of all of this, it's see finances talking about money. That's covert action, right? It, it's really talking about Jesus. It's just a foot in the door so we can talk about the important stuff. That's it right there, man. Thanks Les for asking that question. You bet. You bet. So I had the pleasure of uh, meeting Dave and Russ when it was just Dave and Russ. That was the entire company, Dave and Russ. <laughs> and Russ was Russ Carroll, his name was, is, um, but he, uh, he just coached all day and Dave just did his radio here locally in Nashville. And he was trying to promote what became FPU and, but it was just a slow thing. Like Dave's like, you know, overnight success. It only took him 30 years to have that overnight success. But the reality is I saw the two of them and I, I, I got to see their hearts and I got to understand what was really important to them. And Dave himself says that people help people. And Russ had such a heart to coach. And so what I like to, when I look at the two of them, you know, for me to be a part of what they were able to do. And the greatest thing I think they did was realizing that we here in Nashville can't really help society as a whole. They realized it was bigger than any of us here in Nashville. And so they created, to Lisa's point, the very first, it used to be called counselor training back in, you know, 21 years ago. And that's been an answer to prayer, as she said. And so I think it's just, for me, it's humbling to be part of this. To me, it's a gift every day to be able to come in here and interact with an answer to prayer, all of you coaches all over. And so it's a thrill for me. Um, Absolutely love that I get to do this on on my uh, weekly report every week. I don't say I have to come to work every day. I say I get to. And I honestly, since I've been here, I have not had a day where I woke up and thought, oh, I got to go to work. I honestly have never thought that one time. As long as I'm doing this, I wake up and think, oh, I get to go in today. (laughs) And so that's your gift to me, coaches. Just the thrill of waking up every morning, knowing that it's worth getting up. Now, obviously, my family gives me that same joy, but to come to a place and be able to do this for a living, it is a gift every day, and all of you make that a gift to me. So thank you, everyone. Uh, Jackie, Lisa, Tim, thank you for uh, 
just the ability to be together every day internally and to support each other and to pray with each other and to uh, just be part of this crusade we're all on. It's a thrill to partner with you three every day. Um, what a thrill that God gave us. What a gift God gave us, all of us, to be able to do this. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. And we'll see you in 2022. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. More real Merry talk. Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. God bless. Yeah.